welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Welcome, ladies, to another Devo from Deeply Rooted. Uh, We're so glad you've joined us today. We have some uh, scripture to share with you, and Martha is going to talk to us about Jesus' invitation. You're invited, and I'm so looking forward to what she has to share with us from uh, the book of John and the story of Philip and Nathaniel. Go ahead, Martha. Thanks, Esther. So great to be here today. And this is coming out of a Uh, some preaching and a devotional from uh, December, we looked at Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And I thought to myself that I'd really like to look at the Gospels and what we have recorded about Jesus' life to really learn more about him, about how God acted in the midst of this humanity because often I think of God's up there in heaven, right? And of course he has no sin around him and doesn't face some of the challenges we do. I'm sure that's probably not correct thinking, but it's often how I envision these things. But then when I look at Jesus interacting with humans on this earth day to day, I think it's really instructive and really helpful and really encouraging and helps me um, to connect with Jesus more. So we're going to go to John chapter one. And I've asked Val if she would read that scripture, John one verses 43 to 50. Yes. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses is the law, and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered him, before Philip called you, When you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Did you believe? You will see greater things than these. So what I love about this is Jesus is handing out invitations here. Interacting with humans. He doesn't want to be all by himself. He wants to have followers. And he finds Philip and asks Philip to follow him. And I'm thinking, as we know from other scriptures, Jesus is inviting all of us to follow him. Um, Now, then you say to yourself, what kind of people is it that Jesus wants to follow him? And the first thing Philip does is he wants to get Nathaniel to follow Jesus with him. So Jesus' first person in this passage that he invites, Philip, right away knows that Jesus' invitation is not an invitation to be part of an elite group of insiders who all know it. 
and those people out there, they're not welcome. He invites people who are willing to invite everyone and anyone really. And so mm -hmm. Philip knows this or he wouldn't have passed on this invitation. Philip obviously is very taken with Jesus. He knows that he's the one Moses predicted. And then he lets the cat out of the bag to his friend, Nathaniel. He says, Jesus of Nazareth, you know, the son of Joseph. So these people knew each other and they knew the area. Now, Philip and Nathaniel were not from Nazareth. They were from a bigger city called Bethsaida. And I find it very interesting in the days of political correctness with good movements out there, but very vocal movements to have us re-examine our views on other people and whether we're inclusive of the disabled or those people of color or our indigenous uh, friends. Are we inclusive people? And we all know it's bad if we're not. Nathaniel doesn't really care. He just says, can anything good come out of Nazareth? I think he is prejudiced really against the people from that region and that town, whether it's their poverty or whether there was some other thing, which I don't know because I'm not a Bible scholar, but he is like, nothing good can come from there. Well, Philip is very smart. He doesn't argue about that. He just says, come and see. Well, then I find this very interesting. Jesus and Nathaniel meet. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. So he looks at Nathaniel and he says, hmm, here's somebody who's always honest. He doesn't try to make an effort to put on a mask. He is what he is. And Nathaniel responds with, how do you know me? And Jesus tells him, I saw you when you were under the fig tree. And this shakes Nathaniel up because in context, you think this is a, one of those miracles. Jesus had seen him when he hadn't been near him. Jesus knew about him. And I, I really love this. And Nathaniel then answers, Rabbi, you're the son of God. You're the king of Israel. He gets on board right away because to him, this is miraculous knowledge. Mm -hmm. And what is so encouraging to me about this is who is it that Jesus invites? We don't know much about Philip, but we know two things about Nathaniel. One, he lets his mouth off and says politically incorrect stuff. And two, he doesn't try to hide. I would say one of those is a good thing and one of those is a bad thing. And I really encourage me to think, if Jesus is inviting me, which he is, he's inviting me the way I am. He knows my pluses. He knows my minuses. It's not like he thinks I'm better than I am or that I fooled him into somehow thinking I'm a really nice lady. So yeah, get me on your team. Jesus knows us. And that's one of those miracles of this invitation that as we are, he invites us and loves us and really wants to spend time with us. And um, then the final thing, Jesus answers Nathaniel, uh, because you've seen this miracle, because I told you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You'll see greater things than these. Mm -hmm. And so another part of Jesus' invitation
He invites us knowing who we are and loves us still, the good and the bad. And he also invites us to an abundant life to do greater things with him. And mm -hmm. I think that's an invitation that should be very difficult for any of us not to accept and then not to get excited and share with all our friends. Mm -hmm. I really like the part, uh, Martha, just jumped out at me when you said um, that, you know, um, Nathaniel just, just spouts off whatever, and whether it came out nice or not, he just spouted it off. And Philip's answer was not, oh, I better correct you. Or I better make sure I, you know, <laughs> try to convince you. He just said, come and see. The focus was on Jesus. I just want you to come and meet Jesus. That will solve your, that, that will be your answer. And I just think, man, we need to do that way more often. Come and see. I'm not a good example. I'm not a very good representative. But my Jesus, he is. You need to come and see him. Mm. I love that. I think it's some, something that's um, simple, a simple truth to share with non-believers that you do not need to come perfect to the Lord. Mm. You're made perfect in the Lord. And I've had friends, I've had acquaintances who are intimidated to maybe not be churchy enough or to be um, perfect enough or, you know, no, you come to Christ with all your ugly, with mm. whoever you are, your baggage and made right in him. I love that. Yeah, I do too. And, and I think of uh, Philip calling his friends friend and saying, come and see. And he was doing exactly what Jesus had been doing. Um, Jesus says, come all through his ministry on earth. And I think of that passage in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, where he says, come to me, all who are, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I just think that is who he is. That is his heart is for us to come and to, and then to share it. Um, but I'm thinking sometimes maybe we wonder what he wants us to see and maybe it's greater things, but maybe it's just rest. Maybe that's what we find in Jesus. Maybe it's not something lofty. Maybe it's just knowing him and the rest that comes from knowing him. Because, yeah, you know, Martha was saying that this is such a simple little story and a simple little uh, message. And just over on, on the same page as my Bible, when it's opened up, is, is God's invitation to all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That invitation uh, that you've been talking about, Martha, uh, it's it's for everybody, no matter where, as, as um, uh, Carrie was mentioning, no matter what kind of condition you're in, it's for everybody. So love the world. Uh, I just think that is um, humbling to me and at the same time, incredibly encouraging to me. Challenge for us to be sharing our faith, eh? We all have that uh, heart-shaped vacuum mm -hmm. that's been famously said that only God can fill. And so the good thing though, is we don't have to convince them. We just have to ask them to come and see. Amen. And just one other little thing I noticed too, is that um, <clears throat> Jesus saw Nathaniel when he was under the fig tree. Jesus knew about him 
even though he was an insignificant and un, um, uh, he wasn't part of the group, um, Jesus had seen him and knew he wanted to have Nathaniel's heart. And I love that Jesus sees the people that we mingle with, that maybe we don't see, and we need to maybe pray for God to open our eyes to see the hurting and the lost and share his message of hope. Do you have any takeaways for us, Martha, before we wrap this up? Indeed, just a simple takeaway that Jesus is inviting each one of us and all our listeners and uh, those who are watching us on YouTube, he's inviting us to follow him today, just as we are. This long COVID can be very isolating. And sometimes you might think, hmm, I should have been a better person. I should have been a better Christian. I should have, shoulda, coulda, woulda, as Oprah likes to say. Um, but Jesus invites us knowing who we are and he wants us to join his team and do those greater things with him. And I would encourage us all, after you finish listening to this talk, have a little talk with Jesus. Thank mm -hmm. him for inviting you. And just ask him to help you um, get a sense of who maybe you can invite after you've thanked him for how much he loves you and how he invites you to be such an important part of his team. Thank you so much, Martha, for those challenging reminders for us today. And ladies, if you have enjoyed or been encouraged by this message today, share it with your friends. Um, be a subscriber to our YouTube channel, our Facebook, find us on Instagram, and uh, we will see you on our next podcast. Um, in the meantime, stay deeply rooted. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.